golf is having a bit of a moment right now. While other major sports leagues find it difficult to host events, this sport seems to be in great shape, all things considered. Ratings are up on the PGA Tour, we've got major championships coming, and recreational golf is having a moment too. All over the place, courses are up year over year, and rounds played and revenue generated. People are stuck at home in their local communities, but they're getting out and they're learning this game. And one of the places where that is absolutely happening is down in Orlando, Florida, inside the NBA bubble. Some of the best hoopsters in the world, they have a lot of downtime on their hands, and they're filling it by hitting the driving range and hitting fairways. We got a bunch of them to explain why, right here on The Drop Zone. Hey folks, I am your host, Sean Zock. And this morning on golf.com, we published a story about golf in the NBA bubble. And I reported that story, but in order to do so, I wanted to talk to a bunch of the NBA players who are playing like a bunch of golf in the bubble. Everyone I talked to mentioned one guy, though. His name is Garrett Temple. He's a guard slash forward for the Brooklyn Nets. I got him on the phone, but unfortunately, the audio wasn't great. But if you paid close enough attention to that, you could hear something in there. It was a click-clack, click-clack behind his words. I started to get the hint. That was the sound of his golf spikes on the pavement. He had just gotten off an elevator, his work for the day was done, he had an off day coming up. Yeah, this man was headed out to one of the three golf courses down at Disney in the bubble. At that point, I needed to limit my questions, right? It was time to let this man go play some golf and stop talking about it. But like I said, ask enough people in the NBA and it becomes clear, Temple is a bona fide golf nut. He was playing 18 holes most days during those first three weeks without games in Orlando. Even 36 holes on occasion. He said three or four, maybe five times he played 36 holes. He's on the executive board of the Players Union, so he and Andre Iguodala, they bargained really hard to make sure that golf was an activity that would be available to them and other players in the bubble. Suffice it to say that when every single team has played golf at one point or another thus far, those guys made the right push. What's great is that they made it super easy. Here's Troy Daniels, Denver Nuggets guard, explaining just how easy it is to get a tee time. So we literally have this app that you can literally do anything on um, in a bubble. So like they have this it's a pretty cool little app. I'm gonna actually have it on my next vlog um, where it says players activities, you wanna go bowling or fishing or rent a boat and you literally click it um, and it asks you what hotel you're at and then takes you to um, what course you wanna play. And then you click, you literally click it, and it takes it takes you to like a phone number, and it calls the number, um, and they accommodate you, you know, just like okay, you, you got it. What, what 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 time do you want it? This time is available. Okay, boom, there it is. And then it's set, and then you have a shuttle that'll pick you up from the hotel, um, and take you to the golf course, and then from from there, it's, uh, I think it's free food and drinks and stuff like that on the course, and then you literally have your round, and then you get back on the shuttle, and that's your day. Now, Troy was the first player that I talked with, 
and of the group, he's probably played the least. He's busy as hell vlogging his experiences on YouTube. Hey, what's up guys? I got the off day today. Had a scrimmage yesterday. Definitely gonna open up these streaming packages that I got. I got computers and wires and all that stuff. So I'm gonna show you guys that little setup that I got. Order some little lights to set the mood to. But I'm gonna show you guys how easy it is to get a haircut in the bubble. Back to Garrett Temple, the golf nut. Garrett has played with a bunch of other players down in Orlando. Doug McDermott of the Pacers, J.R. Smith from the Lakers. Recently, he's been teeing it up a bunch with Toronto Raptors all-star Kyle Lowry. The only issue is the Nets and the Raptors, they just started a playoff series against each other. So could we see some of what we saw in the 80s when Michael Jordan and Danny Ainge are playing golf together during a series? I cannot hit it today. I took a few bucks off of Michael that day, and we're talking trash to each other. That might have been a mistake. <laughs> Garrett said he wasn't really sure if Kyle would be down for a round of golf, but he was definitely going to text him and inquire about it. To this point, it has not been difficult getting Lowry out for a round of golf. He's been playing a bunch with Temple. He's also been playing a bunch with his teammate, Matt Thomas. That's a rookie guard in the Raptors. Him and I, like, in a two-on-two, in a, in a two Matchup, I don't, I don't think we lose to anyone in the bubble. That was Matt, who is definitely one of the best golfers in the bubble. He can shoot in the 70s. He filled me in on some of his high school golf heroics. My claim to fame back in high school was I, I, I dropped a 74 in the uh, sectional final to get us to state. Like, the joke is that was like my biggest, my <laughs> biggest achievement in high school, uh, regardless of, of the basketball stuff that happened. I asked Matt... Where does he think he and Kyle Lowry rank in the NBA bubble hierarchy of golf, if there is such a thing? Could anybody give the Raptors a run for their golf money? And I'm not really sure if it's just him succeeding in a WIAA high school golf sectional that appeals to me, the Wisconsinite, but Matt definitely isn't short on self-belief. But like in terms of basketball players, two Raptors, like our, our team... Me and him versus, versus any other team. I don't think anyone could could have a chance. And, I, we're, and I'd be open to, to any competition. You could ask <laughs> Kyle if he, if he could think of any other any two that could, that could give us any uh, run for our money. Thomas and Lowry, they're so relatable as golfers. I mean, think about it. When you find that go-to buddy of yours whose golf game is similar to yours, who loves the game just as much as you do, who loves playing it as much as you do, you're going to play with them nonstop. Right before the shutdown on our West Coast trip, Thomas and Lowry played TPC Scottsdale, Pebble Beach, and Olympic Club on their off days. So basketball one day, Olympic Club the next day. Not bad at all. Remember, these guys are normally in Toronto all winter and all spring. Golf during an NBA season is a delicacy for these guys. The Raptors were the first team to reach Florida. They had their training camp down in Naples and they played golf down there. Then up in Orlando, They've even played a little bit with head coach Nick Nurse. And that can't hurt at all, right? He's the guy who's dishing out the minutes. I, I just, I don't look at Kyle like he's like Kyle Lowry, the basketball player. I'm not looking at Coach Nurse like he's, you know, I'm just looking at him like, you know, we're just, we're just a couple guys out playing golf, playing 18 holes together. And like, we, to be honest, we rarely even talk about basketball. Basketball doesn't really come up when we're on the course. And I think that's the beauty of golf is it, it can, like I said, it's like a break from reality. You know, obviously we're here to play basketball. We're here to, to win a championship. Um, but at the same time, we can, us three can be on the course and, and not really 
bring up basketball and we're just out there having fun enjoying the, the game of golf. One team that has been playing a ton of golf is the Miami Heat, and they've been led by Andre Iguodala. Iggy is a huge golfer, which you might already know from his stint with the Golden State Warriors, but Iggy is the man making the tee times in the bubble for the Heat. He's pulled his teammates out onto the course after their games. He set up a six-sum and added in Kent Bazemore from the Kings and three members of the Raptors. Iggy is getting his golf in and making sure that others join him. Just some of the stories talking to, to Andre, uh, the Warriors played a ton of golf. Um, and he, he always gives me a hard time because Andre's always trying to go golf. And That's Duncan Robinson. He always says, man, we're playing in between games in the finals. Like, you're telling me you won't go for a seeding game? Like, all this stuff. stuff. <laughs> he's, he's always giving me a hard time. There's a chance I get out there and play at some point, but um, for now, I'm, I'm, I'm focused on the basketball aspect. Duncan played plenty of golf in high school, and when he plays well now, he can peg it in the low 80s. He's the kind of golfer that, like me, you kind of have to respect, or he'll end up taking some money off you real quick. And so the day of their first game, that evening, after winning by 20 over the Nuggets, Duncan, Iggy, and Kelly Olynyk are out there chasing the sun. Duncan shared a photo with me that was just the perfect image of golf in the bubble. You've got Iguodala over there on the right side of the tee box, dressed like a country club golfer, shirt tucked in neatly, Nike golf hat on. And then there's Kelly on the left side of the tee box, rocking athletic shorts and a cutoff tank top. As Duncan told me, there is no golf dress code in the bubble. The other day, there was a group of us that went to the range. And mind you, like, when we're over there, they, they shut it down entirely, like, just for us. So we were literally the only people at the range. Um, and, you know, it's... It's hot out, uh, so so obviously I would never do this in a normal ball setting. But like a bunch, we all just took our, our shirts off and we're hitting balls just because you know there's there's nobody else out there with us. Um, and you know you don't want the farmer stand or any of that. The thing the Heat really have going for them isn't so much Iguodala making all the tee times; it's actually their shooting coach Rob Foder. Am I the best golfer in the bubble? Uh, I mean, other people will tell you absolutely. That's our man Rob, and he doesn't like to brag about his golf skills, but let's be clear, he is plenty accomplished. Yeah. I mean, I've played mini tour golf, I've qualified for the US Amateur, Mid Amateur, and Public Links, and, and you know, I, I was in a playoff for a nationwide tour event. Yeah, it, I mean, I've played, I've won some tournaments, and, you know, the best I've ever shot was I shot 17 under for a three day event. Rob spends a lot of his time as the shooting coach of the Heat, but down in the bubble, he's also spending some time as the unofficial director of golf instruction. At various points this summer, he's been out there on the driving range, helping players understand proper setup, breaking down swing mechanics, teaching them all the intricacies of this crazy game. He spent a lot of time early on with Goran Dragic, who might be the sixth man of the year. Dragic had never played golf in his entire life before July. Solomon Hill is another newbie who has a lesson lined up with Fodor. And then there's experienced guys like Myers Leonard, who could really improve by having an elite golfer spend some time critiquing his swing. In Myers' case, his custom-made golf clubs were four inches too long, and it was Fodor who pointed it out. All he needed to change were a couple angles in his swing, maybe alter his setup by an inch, maybe an inch and a quarter. That's what Fodor calls a domino, one or two main triggers that can lead the rest of the swing to be very successful or one or two main triggers that can lead it down the wrong path. Okay, so picture the, that big, giant set of dominoes where if you push the right one, they all go over in order and it's this great, cool-looking thing. 
but then if you push the wrong one, nothing good happens, right? So what I'm doing is I'm looking at what they do and how I can get them to do something that will help them play the game well enough that they'll be happy. Are we trying to create tour players? No. <laughs> you know how guys, I mean, these guys want to go out there and they want to hit the ball, hang out with their guys, have a good time, and be able to do it well enough that they feel like it's enjoyable. Sounds like a good golf coach. I did my best to make it clear to Duncan Robinson and the guys on the heat, they've got it really good. Because just take Doug McDermott, for example. The Indiana Pacers forward is a golf junkie by every measure of the term. And yet, he doesn't really have a teammate pulling him out to the course like Iguodala. He doesn't have a Kyle Lowry on his team who he can compete with in a one-on-one matches. He doesn't have a Rob Fodor helping him grind on the driving range. He tried bringing his teammates out to the course early on, Right out of quarantine, he got Victor Oladipo and TJ McConnell to join him out on the course. It did not go so well. Um, honestly, all my teammates are terrible. <laughs> um, I took out Victor Oladipo and TJ McConnell the first day we were here. Um, at least the first day we were allowed outside of our rooms. And a nine-hole round took us about three and a half hours. So <laughs> after after that happened, I'm like, I'm never... I'm, these guys, they even do it. They're like, we're not coming with you again. You're too good. And, we're, we're too bad, so we're going to do our own thing. And um, So since then, I've been playing strictly with you know other good golfers. And um, J.R. Smith and Garrett Temple, I played with them um, last uh, last week, and they were really good. So it was, uh, it was good to have a little challenge, a little competition, because when I was playing with those guys on my team, it turned into a golf lesson for you know four hours. That's no good. In this sense, golf is a bit like skiing, right? You want to help your friends pick up the game. You want them to get better at it so that they can keep up with you. But eventually, they're just going to slow you down. And McDermott, he's a big-time golfer. During the shutdown, he did exactly what I did. He went home, he lived with his parents, and he played a lot of golf at the local track. And when he first got down to Orlando, he's hitting putts across his hotel room at various objects. Raise your hand if you've been there. Memphis Grizzlies forward Anthony Tolliver gifted him and Kyle Korver their own Golf simulators that you plug into TVs or tablets. So McDermott's been getting into that a little bit. He's also jonesing for the forthcoming video game, PGA Tour 2K21. That comes out this Friday. I have a feeling he's going to play it quite a bit. It's just really safe to say that when McDermott is not thinking about basketball, he's probably thinking about golf. Um, down here, I mean... All I do when I'm in my room, I go um, through on the golf. You know, it's it's just something I grew up doing, something I've always loved to do, and it helps. It honestly helps my rhythm as a shooter, and I think it gets my mind off basketball. And I think that's why you see a lot of NBA guys kind of using it um, as an escape, um, you know, from from our hotel rooms and just to get out um, in the sun a little bit. Now, Doug's dad. You might remember him. His name is Greg. He's the head basketball coach at Creighton. Well. During one of his first basketball coaching jobs at this little D2 school in Nebraska, Wayne State, Greg was the golf coach as well. So he put a club in his kid's hands very early. Doug's older brother, he's a plus one handicap. It's in the family genes almost as much as basketball is. The last thing that Doug mentioned was very interesting to me. He said golf helps him with his rhythm as a shooter. I asked everyone about this. Some of them really believe it. And to me, it makes a lot of sense. Steph Curry, greatest shooter of all time. 
really great golfer. His brother Seth, great shooter, really solid golfer. Ray Allen, great golfer. Kyle Korver, great golfer. J.R. Smith, lethal from distance. Also on the course, very good golfer. Rob Fodor believes it, and he's not even the only shooting coach who is out there helping players in the bubble. There's also Mike Penberthy, shooting coach with the Lakers, who won a title back with Shaq and Kobe. Penberthy's been playing a bunch of golf in the bubble, and he's been pulling Lakers out there with him, and you can't blame him. He's a plus three handicap. The repeated motion, the efficiency of the stroke, there's gotta be something between golf and basketball. So I went back to Garrett Temple, and I asked him for his thoughts. He said he totally believes it. He said that putting is like shooting free throws. That chipping, with all the touch associated with the short game, is kind of like shooting a floater. He also said that driving the ball, well, it's kind of like a three-pointer, right? It's the same swing, it's the same shot, it's just from a further distance. McDermott agreed as well. I think there's something to be said. You know, it's hand-eye coordination, it's touch, it's feel. Um, it's being able to have the mental toughness to move on to the next one. Um, so I, th- I think that all applies to basketball and golf. I think it goes hand in hand because, you know, if you're going to hang your head after, you know, it jumps 56, you know, around the green and not move on to the next shot, it's going to affect your whole game. And I think that's the same goes with shooters. You know, you're going to miss, you know, 50% of your, your threes and you're still going to be one of the best shooters in the world. So <laughs> it's, it's all about moving on to the next to the next shot totally. in golf and basketball so i think that's why shooters and basketball players love playing it because it gives them a mental challenge so you're not going to be perfect out there and, um that's what makes us that's what's got us to this point in the nba so i i, I think it's, it's a great sport for that honestly it was super affirming to the basketball junkie that i am that a handful of nba players said you know sean you might be onto something with this theory is there a legit connection who knows Golfers like us always look for connections between the game and life. There's always some hidden meaning in it. I'll let you think about that yourself. In the meantime, I'll leave you with this story from Troy Daniels about Jamal Murray struggling on the driving range. It definitely captures the other side of golf being played in the NBA bubble. So we had a team event um, not too long ago, and that was actually on my on my, uh, my my last blog I just came out with where Jamal Murray was out there on the driving range. And I didn't get this part on the blog. I actually, it was actually on like Instagram and social media where um, he was trying to hit. And I told him, hit with his left hand. Or he was hitting with his left hand. I told him, try with his right. And then I left for literally 10 minutes and I came back. And he had his whole shirt off. So like he had his whole shirt off. He was swinging. So when he swung, he missed the whole ball. And he got so frustrated that he started pounding the ground with the club. Like with his shirt off. I was like. I was like, where are we at? Like, what is going on? <laughs> I looked at Paul Millsap and I said, I said, I said, I said, Paul, what golf course can you go to when you see this? He said, you really can't go to anyone. You can't go to any golf course to see this. They kicked right off the course. So um, that was that was a funny moment where you probably never see that ever, except in the NBA bubble. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Drop Zone. Thanks for entertaining my basketball fandom. Go Bucks, go! Major props to Lee Finer. He's our producer on the Drop Zone. We'll see you back here next week with less basketball, more golf. I promise.